What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of the Narcissist Code. I am your favorite self-aware narcissist, Mr. Lee Hammock, aka Mr. Mental Illness himself from TikTok, Instagram. I'm everywhere, y'all. I'm, tweet- I'm tweeting a little bit more now, too. So, if this is the first episode, first time tuning in, I am a diagnosed narcissist. I have narcissistic personality disorder. That's what I'm about. That's what I do. Yeah, I know it might blow your mind or whatever if this is your first time here, but the point of this channel is to bring awareness to mental health issues, to validate the survivors of mental health issues and narcissistic personality disorder, you know? Um, today's episode is going to take you back to the beginning, like my origin story. I get this question a lot, so much, like how did you get diagnosed, like why did you get diagnosed, why did you go to therapy, how did you get therapy, all those questions will be answered in this episode today. I promise you. So thank y'all for tuning in and watch. Just, just, let's listen to this episode, y'all. This is gonna be um, not my most touching episode, I don't think. But you're like, you'll hear my life. So, <clears throat> so pretty much, y'all. I've been diagnosed. Uh, I've been in therapy for four years. I've been diagnosed for since 2017 and whatnot. Um, I've been going to therapy for four years, and pe- one of the main questions I get is, how did I get into therapy? Because so many people want to get the narcissist in their lives into therapy, or they want to get the suspected narcissist in their lives to therapy, hoping that they will change, hoping that they will become a better person, and all this other good stuff, and they can have a normal, healthy relationship. I see, I get that question so much. Um, point blank, period. You can't like, you cannot change a narcissist. It's not within your power to change a narcissist. I'm I, like, literally, I'm telling y'all, I am diagnosed. As a narcissist, I have diagnosed narcissistic personality disorder, and I don't think I've changed. I have just literally re like kind of redirected my personality traits into doing this stuff right here, into getting like as as y'all get validated, I get validated. It's kind of a symbiotic relationship. I still do the gaslighting stuff. I still do manipulation. I'm still hypersensitive to criticism. I hate getting criticized, y'all. I hate getting hate comments. Um, I hate that type of stuff. I still have my ego. It's, it's massive. It might not seem like it because I'm on here joking and laughing and stuff like that. And I'm very personable and I can be well-spoken. It might not seem like it, but yeah, my ego is huge. I am like literally, I want to literally, my goal is to literally be the best narcissist. This might turn some of y'all off like, oh, he's egotistical. Blah, blah, blah. He, he, he's so full of himself. I am a narcissist. I don't know what else to tell you. Hey, I've seen it so much, so many times on, on, on online, like... A self-aware narcissist is still a narcissist. There's no, there's no cure for it, y'all. So, be, let's roll back. Let's, I just had to get that out of the way first. But let's, let's roll back to the beginning. 2016 was when um, I first like encountered the word narcissist. Because like, look, this, this, this episode might change y'all way. Might get y'all make me thumbs down or whatever. But like I said, I'm just gonna be honest and real with you because I have to. I have to be real with you because some people still doubt that I'm actually a narcissist. So I have to be, keep it real with you. I have to keep it 100 or whatever. Whatever the kids say these days. So 2016, I have a what is it? January, February. I have like a five five month old son. My wife left for work or whatever. I'm like, I'm down on my luck, y'all. I'm like not exceeding. I'm not, you know, I have a grandiose sense of self. I have like like absorbent dreams of being a famous actor and things like that. So that's not happening in 2016. <laughs> you know, I'm 31 years old. I'm down. Like I'm literally at a job I hate. I, nothing is going right. I'm married or whatever. I got kids. You know, nothing is going correct in my life. Like pretty much. Not necessarily rock bottom, but things like my I hadn't I don't I didn't see my friends as much. I didn't see my family as much. I'm pretty much isolated myself from everybody because I'm embarrassed to myself because my life isn't going the way I'm, I want people to be proud of me. I want people to look up to me. I want to be motivational and to people and things like that. So 
I just wasn't living that life. I was living behind a lie, and I knew it. Like, I knew it. Like, yeah, people say, do narcissists know that they have something going on? Yes, I knew. I always knew I was different. From the beginning of my life, from existence, I always known I was different. My emotions don't click like other people's emotions do. I used to watch people holding hands and stuff like that and wonder what, what, like, what, how can you care about this person so much that you want to hold their hand in public? Something as simple as that, y'all. How y'all kissing in public? Like, why are you doing that? What makes you care about this person so much? Like, I don't. I, I help me, help me be like this. Help me get there. You know, I'm figuring it out. So I started reading Cosmo magazine, y'all, trying to figure out how to be, you know, how to get girls, how to care about girls and stuff like that. So, like I said, this stuff has been going on for a, lo a lot longer than me being diagnosed. I, like I said, I known I had some stuff going on. I didn't know what it was. I never had an answer for what was going on in my life. I literally knew something was going on in my head. I knew I didn't click with everybody. I knew I was always kind of an outsider on the inside because people liked me because I was funny. Guys, I'm personable. Like I said, I can get into, I can blend with any crowd. I was always a chameleon, a little young chameleon. You know what I mean? This started when I was in my youth. You know what I mean? So I've always known I've been guarded by people. Like, you know, I'm, I'm in anger for my entire life. Anger has been the number one emotion that I've been able to feel. My rage is something different, y'all. When I go through the narcissistic rage, it's something different. Even before I knew it was narcissistic rage, it was something different. It's like you get blackout anger. You know what I mean? Like when I go into a rage, it'd be like, I don't know. I just like. It felt like I was taking a back seat to my own consciousness. You know, I was sitting back watching myself rage. Out. There's nothing I could do. So I was like, there was literally nothing I could do to stop the rage. And then when the rage ended, I'll be embarrassed. But I was I was always justify justify my rage by putting it on somebody else's actions. Like you know what, I wouldn't have raged out if this person would have said that to me. So it's kind of their fault. That's what they get. Of course, I was of course I was embarrassed. I didn't want people to see that side of me. You know, that's what the narcissist. I like to put up put up the shield. I wanted nobody to see that side of me ever. So when people saw that side of me, I either had to you know justified or had to cut that person out <laughs> as bad as that sounds i don't want people like i don't want that reputation to spread it but my cousins and stuff like that growing up like hey they call me they say hey lee is funny but he when he gets mad you better leave don't get him mad don't get him mad they always know so people make jokes about stuff like that like he he got a different rage when he get mad nobody knew was nobody knew his personality disorder they just thought i was you know, thought I, can get, I thought thought i got really mad i thought i got really mad but like i said everybody's i've been knowing i was different everybody else been knowing i was different so all this stuff is accumulating up for 31 years I'm rage screaming at my at my son for like, you know, he's crying. I can't stop him from crying. I'm trying to do some work or something. I'm just like, I can't get anything done in this, this dang old house. I'm cussing, screaming. It's just so happy my wife got home from work there earlier that day. You know, she comes in. You know, she defends the son, my son or whatnot. I got a good one. She's a good woman. Um, Coming home defending my son. I was like, this was like, I was like, that's why I'm not achieving my goals and dreams. Of course, I'm putting on somebody else, y'all. I said, that's why I'm not achieving my goals and dreams because I get no appreciation. I get no time to myself. Nobody understands me. Nobody gets me. Nobody, like, nobody, like, is there for me like I'm there for them. Yo, the delusions, y'all. I'm delusional. <laughs> um, and I said, it's so dang on hard living in this dang on house. And she comes back at me. She said, well, it's so dang on hard living with a narcissist. I was like, narcissist. To me, that word did not mean any kind of medical stuff. That meant that word just meant like fully yourself. You know, this is 2016. I'm, I'm, I just thought it meant fully yourself. Like this person is just fooling themselves. You know, I'm th I thought I'm a handsome dude. I'm like, of course I'm. Like, I, yeah, I look a certain way. I like to take care of myself. You are narcissist. Like, if anything, like you don't want like it take me ten minutes to get ready. It take you three hours. You know, I'm talking. I'm just throwing it back. It don't take it three hours, y'all. I'm just throwing it back at her. Um. But I was like, yeah, it take you. you know, I'm throwing this stuff back at her, and she just I'm like, just leave. I like you are replaceable. Just get out. Like you are like you you here because of my choice. Like, I can get somebody else. You know, she leaves. Whatever. You know, in my head, I'm just like, why does she call me that? Like, why does she call me a narcissist? Like, this just doesn't make sense. I've never heard that word used like in a such a like derogatory manner. So you know, I get curious. I look it up on Google. 
and realize that you know put you put stuff in Google, Google autofill stuff or gives you you know suggestions. So I click on I put in the word narcissism, you know, click personality disorder. I was like, wait, what is this? Huh? So I get on there, I start looking at the signs and the symptoms and stuff like that. I'm like, wait, this makes sense. You know, I'm like, no, 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 no. At first, I'm like, no, no, no. But then you start, like I said, I've always been searching for answers. But I was just like, wait, this makes sense. And I just like started, it just felt like, you know, relief. And, you know, you, you Google narcissist. You're not going to say today good about narcissist. First of all, y'all, you're not, you, you just like when you Google the, when you Google the word narcissist, you're not going to say happy go lucky entrepreneur you're not gonna see like the good life you're gonna see a bunch of bad stuff so just kind of got to cipher through it so i'm reading through the bad stuff and the, the stories that people have put online about narcissists and you know the signs and the symptoms and i was like y'all this just makes sense like this i've been searching for answers of why i've been this way my whole life and this is it i'm just like wow you know so i tell her i, I text her I was like look i looked up narcissist i did not know this was a mental illness I need some help. I don't know what to do. Like, what do I do? I'm like, I want to get you home. Like, what do I do? How do I get help for this? I'm looking online. There's no cure. So what the hell? Like, there's no cure for it. Why, why do I need to? What? Huh? No cure? What? There's so right then and there. Like, there's hopelessness right there off the rip. No cure. I got a disorder in my brain. I think I have a disorder in my brain. But there's no cure for it. Huh? Wow. And she said, just, my wife was just like, just go to therapy. Let's go to therapy. Maybe we can work through this or whatever. So, you know, I, you know, told her I was going to therapy. It took a long time to get to therapy. But before I, before I went to therapy, though, just like, I like, let me see if I can find something. That I, like, I felt alone, y'all. When I first saw that stuff, I felt alone. You feel like you're alone in this world and stuff like that. And it just, you know, you feel by yourself. You're like, you literally feel like you're by yourself. Like, because you see the percentages 0.5% are narcissists, 0.1% are narcissists. I know those numbers are skewed. Y'all don't come at me. I know those numbers are skewed because that's the, the percentage of people just diagnosed, whatever. You know what I mean? So I'm just like, what do I like? There's no cure. There's no like help. Like, what do I, you know, what do, I do? So I got on Facebook and put in narcissistic personality disorder, and there are actual um, groups online, you know, dead. Oh my God. They're, sorry. There are actually groups online dedicated to, um, just to, like dedicated to, to narcissists you know what i mean literally groups online that are literally just dedicated to people dealing with uh dealing with narcissists they just like little little li not necessarily people dedicated with dealing with narcissists people that are like actual narcissists like other people that have de are dealing with the same things so i joined those groups y'all those groups were small back then were like a couple hundred people maybe less than a thousand people in there and I was kind of secretive in there. I go, I joined the groups. I'm in there being quiet and just reading stuff. I'm like, yo, this is me. This sounds like me. Oh, that's why I do what I do. Wow, I'm doing this stuff. Like this is like it just made sense, y'all. It's kind of like a safe space. So I just joined the Facebook groups, you know. And they were talking about the type of therapy you need to do and stuff like that. So you know, I got on Psychology Today from the site. You know, they told me in the groups, get on Psychology Today, whatever, blah blah blah. I got on there, searched for a therapist in you know Greensboro, North Carolina, and they was they dealt with narcissistic personality disorder. I went on there and you know found my therapist, went to therapy, booked my first session, and ah, I remember sitting in the first, in the, I remember sitting in the therapist's office my very first session. I was like, what the hell am I supposed to do in here? You because you know you see you know you see therapy on TV. You know you see like. They lay you lay in the chair and they get the glasses on, writing notes down, saying, Mm-hmm, tell me more. Mm-hmm. Tell me more. Uh, you, that's what I thought it was gonna be. So like, oh goodness, I'm going here and just like I'm gonna be I'm I'm gonna make her think I'm the good, a good person. You know what I mean? I don't wanna be a narcissist. 
Um, but you know, on psychology today, you have to send an, an interest email. So I p- told him an interest email. I thought I was a narcissist, you know. So go in there, sit down with the, uh, go in there, sit down with the therapist, and I just like I told myself before I walked in there that I was I was gonna be honest. I was like, I'm going in here, I'm gonna try to, you know, I'm gonna try to be honest. I was like, why not just give it a try, you know? So. I'm challenged myself, you know what I mean? I'm I'm very challenging to myself. I, I set goals and stuff like that. It's like, why not just go and be, be a little bit more honest with this person? You know, got got in there. You know, the therapist is the same age as me, and she's like, "So what brings you in here?" The 31 years. I'm like, I just started crying. Y'all cannot believe I started crying. Like what? In the therapist's office, I just started crying. I just like, I think I'm a narcissist, and I like, blah blah blah. You know, then you know, a few sessions later, you, just, you know, we kind of confirmed it or whatnot, but. It just like when you confront, you know it, but you, you kind of know it, but you don't want to know it. But then when the, the therapist actually confirms that what you are, you know what you are, you know, it's kind of self defeating, y'all. It kind of, you know, it kind of, yeah, it's disheartening. It, I don't say it's depressing, depressing, but it's like you you get really down on yourself because like you now now you have this. What do you do? How do you get past this? Like there's no cure. People online say, I'm evil, you know, so I guess I got to be evil for the rest of my life. I guess I got to be a bad person for the rest of my life, you know what I mean? I guess I have to do all this type of stuff. I guess I have to do this, you know? I guess, like, literally, guess I need to do this type of stuff. Like, I guess this is my future. But I was like, man, no, this is not me. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, there go, here comes the ego. You cannot tell me what I cannot do. Challenge myself. You know, like I said, went to the groups, got more in, got, got a little bit more comfortable in the groups, started commenting more in the groups and stuff like that, becoming more of a member. But then I was just like, I was, you know, time went by and I was just like, this is not it. Like, I'm tired of living in secret. Like, this is, should not be embarrassing to me. You know, like, this is not, should not be embarrassing to, like, be a man with mental health disorder. Like, because you know where I come from. You, you got to be big, strong man. You don't cry. You don't put, show your emotions and stuff like that. So I'm just like, man, what the hell? Like, what am I supposed to do? So, like, you know. I started like you know I started talking about it online like I just started putting post I just started making posts on Facebook on my like my real Facebook not in the groups I started making posts on my real Facebook about you know how I um just dealing with mental health issues and people were very supportive I like people are not villainizing me you know I'm like wow okay this is not too bad so you know that's when I started posting about it on Instagram and kind of built up to the point where I was posting on like doing videos and stuff like that being more open about it because the more open I got about it the more messages I got from people who actually knew me and and they was like man I listen to this stuff man it sounds like me man you keep doing you dang you keep doing what you're doing man and like people around me that I didn't really talk to and stuff like that were supporting me they was like man that's crazy you said that stuff that post that made sense Man, so I started doing video. I started doing videos about it. You know, I've been doing videos about it since so 2018, 19. I can't think. It's been a while. Then I started making posts about it, trying to do like mental health minutes and stuff like that. But like, it just didn't. Like, I had a YouTube channel a while ago called Mental Wealth, like wealth, like W H E A L T H, mental wealth. But like, no, get no traction. I was posting videos, you know, nothing. Uh, and that was a disheartening as well. But like, TikTok came along, and that's I posted. I posted it on TikTok, and. It kind of blew up to the point where now it's like 378,000 people on my TikTok, you know, yeah, almost 10,000 on my Instagram, and, you know, YouTube is over 7,400. So it's like crazy where it's going right now. But like, it took a lot to get here. It still takes work. Like, I have to go to therapy for the rest of my life, y'all. I like, literally have to go to therapy for the rest of my life. There's like no choice. And I'm fine with it, y'all. I literally made it okay that, you know, I struggle with going to therapy sometimes. Like, I take months off or whatever, but I feel like I don't need it, but I definitely need to go there. So I keep going. Like, I'm not going to stop going to therapy because I know I need it. I like therapy. And I made it something that I like to do. I made it something that, like, I challenged myself to go to therapy. Like, I challenged myself to go to therapy because there's no other narcissist out here doing it. What other narcissist is going to therapy every, every month, at least? And, you know, getting his skills up or whatever, being, living a good life, living a decent life. You know what I mean? 
get it, get your wife back. Well, who's doing that type of stuff? So I challenge myself every day to do that stuff. Like, you know, be, and being self-aware is not necessarily like it's not like a it's not easy. It's a burden because now I know what I do, and you I know like, if anything therapy has taught me is to kind of think a little bit before I act because I used to be like mm, act. They say something, I react to it. I'm not so reactionary anymore. I take time. I listen now. I don't really. I don't necessarily empathize. I listen. You know, I can listen and respond. I don't have to empathize. I'm like, okay, I have trouble with empathy, so I can listen and respond. And people care about that. People care about hearing me listen and respond. So that's what I do. I listen. I listen. I'm very intuitive, and I respond. You know, you know. I said you like. Yeah, I know it's this hard to find out. That you you can't you can't force them to therapy. You just can't do it because even if you get the person in your life to therapy, if you force them to therapy, like. They have to want to go to therapy for themselves. They have to. Somebody, like it can't. Sometimes it can't come from you. You're too close to the situation. You're too close. They don't want to hear it from you. You're the closest person to them in their lives. They don't want to hear that they are narcissists or anything bad from you. But that's just literally how it go. Like we can't possess. We don't possess the power to do that. So sorry, y'all. Camera actually died on me, so we got to start this part over right here. <laughs> so you can't get the nerve like so i was saying earlier you cannot force the narcissist to go to therapy because if you force them to therapy it's not really going for them it's actually going for you so ask yourself even if you got your narcissist in your life to go to therapy if you decided to leave them would they continue going to therapy or would they leave therapy if the answer is oh they they would definitely leave therapy then they would not go to therapy for you they're going to therapy I mean, they're not going to therapy for themselves. They're going to therapy for you. And I like to call that performative therapy. That's just a performance for you, not for them. Because I go to therapy for myself now. So if my, even if my wife decided to leave, I will continue to still go to therapy. When she left me last year, I was still going to therapy. I did not stop. I just kept going. I, I need therapy. I, it, like Therapy enriches me. Therapy has like said changed my life and things like that. And another thing I want to kind of harp on as well. Don't do not. I, I, know, I, I know people see that I, you know. I, I'm still with my wife or whatever, and they and somehow they convinced themselves that she got me through therapy. It was not she didn't get me through therapy. Was she wanted the catalyst? Yeah, she was one of the catalysts, but she was not the sole purpose that I went through therapy. Like I said before, earlier in the video, I had so much stuff going on, like kids and stuff like that. You know, another thing that motivates me too is the fact that like I didn't have a father growing up, so I challenged myself to be a better father. Father. Then the father that I didn't have, you know, so I can, I, I, I can, you know, here's the ego again. I consider myself better than him. You know what I mean? So I was just like, if I don't parent my kids correctly, then I'm not better than him. So I, you know, that's another challenge. So I wake, like I said, I wake up every day as a narcissist, you know, like I said, self-awareness does not mean like I'm healed or cured or anything like that. I'm just aware of everything that I do. And sometimes that can be like overwhelming, you know, cause like, you, uh, like, I wake up every, I say this all the time. I say I wake up every morning and I battle my demons. Sometimes they win, sometimes I do. It's an everyday battle, everyday struggle that I just deal with because like I said, awareness is like now I know what's going on. Now I know my thoughts. Now I know why but like I think I know I think having the power to know why I think the way I think now, I think that has empowered me to continue to move forward and, and like live better. You know, it help, helps me get through the bad days and balance out the bad days and things like that. So that like like I said, don't Put pressure on yourself because you can't get your narcissist to therapy. Don't like make it seem like your value is less than. Like, oh, he won't go to therapy for me. I'm not worth it. No, it's not him. He, he won't go to therapy for himself or herself because they are not worth it to themselves. It ain't you. They're going to blame you. They're going to project on you. They make, make it seem like you're the one who need it. But like, they don't want to go to therapy for themselves because deep down internally, they know that there is a problem that they do not want to address because it's going to stir up some demons, going to stir up some issues, going to stir up some trauma and all that stuff. I do that all. Like I'm telling you, therapy, trauma, trauma, trauma.
But yeah, like I said, it just like it, therapy has helped me treat people better. Therapy has helped me alone this battle better. You know what I mean? Like, cause every day I wake up, I, every time, and every time I go to therapy, I have a new revelation to share with people. I had a new revelation come here and share with y'all. And people have tried to weaponize my therapy now. Like, oh, you need a new therapist. Let me, y'all, some of people just should be quiet. I'm just like, okay, cool. You need a new therapist. Like, somebody had the audacity to tell me that I need a new therapist. Like, when I've been a therapist for four years, eh, no credit. But anyways, y'all, thank y'all so much for tuning into this. I know, I know this is a heavy episode. This is my longest episode. I think it's going on 20 minutes. Goodness gracious. I got y'all a t- tidbit today, didn't Because I got to talk about myself. This is my origin story. <laughs> but yeah, don't pay weight on yourself because like, I know you want to get the person to therapy. I know you want your family to work. I know you want people. To, I know you want to unite your family and be together and things like that. And it sucks. But work on you. The best way, to, the best thing, if you if you want to relate, remain in a relationship with a, with a narcissist, the best thing to do is work on you. You can't change them. Work on you. Set your boundaries. Stick to your boundaries. You can't change them. You know what I mean? You can change you. You can adapt or whatever. And it's not even necessarily if you want to stay with a narcissist. That is in case that you want to leave and you just can't leave immediately. Set, you have to work on yourself. Be better by yourself. Be comfortable with being alone. Don't like give the the other person in your life, don't give them so much you know, power and don't don't play so much value in their opinion of you because they're always going to bring try to bring you down. When you're happy, they're gonna make you sad. When you when you're sad, they're gonna try to be the reason that you're happy. You know, or they might you know compound your sadness by adding some so other stupid stuff to it. But I think that's about it, y'all. I'm trying to think if anything I, if I missed anything. Like I'm pretty sure I covered a lot of stuff in my uh, my origin. This is my origin story, y'all. Again, like I said, thank y'all so much for tuning in. I know this has been a long episode. If you made it to the end, thank you. Um, if you don't know, I'm doing the one-on-ones now on um, Zoom, one-on-one calls. The link is in the bio. Click the beacon link or go to my TikTok, my Instagram, whatever. The link is there, too. Schedule one-on-one. Like, I've been doing these one-on-ones for about two, about two and a half weeks now. They're going pretty, pretty good, y'all. They're literally going pretty good. I'm changing lives making people take take action and stuff like that it's, it's amazing it's, people are literally taking action like i said catch me on tv next uh next thursday on the doctor cbs your boy gonna be on cbs <laughs> anyway y'all thank you so much for tuning in i'm really truly appreciative of everybody every like every comment or whatever and even if you come over here to leave a dislike and eh, yeah I was, you can leave a dislike on somebody to try to help people you are something is wrong with you i promise you you have some evil in your heart that you need to heal like, come on now. I'm helping people. Like, you stigmatizing the mental you Like, you're attacking me as a person when you come over here and leave a dislike. But that's cool, yo. I mean, I get it. But anyways, thank y'all so much. Peace out. Take care. Mental illness out.